Yes, ride sharing is coming to BC next fall. At least or that's the plan. <laughs> At least that's the plan uh, rolled out by the BC government yesterday. There are a lot of moving parts, so let's get to it. Joined by the BC Minister of Transportation and Infrastructure, Claire Trevena. Good morning. Good morning. Claire, it's uh, Shane Woodford here. Uh, why don't we start off with uh, uh, the legislation itself. You tabled it. It's a roadmap to get us to the fall of 2019 to see ride-sharing. I noticed you sidestepped a lot of questions yesterday when asked specifically if we would see Uber and Lyft on the road here in BC in the fall of 2019. So I want to ask you again, will we see road share, ride-sharing options for British Columbians in 2019 as promised? The ride-sharing options will definitely be there. We have, uh, there are a lot of moving parts. We've got uh, a number of regulations, about 48 regulations that need to be dealt with, as well as the insurance piece. That's why we're being realistic and saying it's going to be next fall. Uh, and then it's up to, it's up to ride-share companies. It's up to the big in, uh, international companies and uh, Canadian companies and local companies to decide whether they want to come to the market. As far as those ride-sharing companies, here's Michael Van Hammen of Uber. He says, I quote, I think today raises another big question mark about the ability for ride-sharing to come to B.C. It doesn't sound like your legislation is being welcomed by Uber or Lyft. Well, as I say, we're, we're laying the groundwork. We're making sure that everything is in place, that people, when they get into a vehicle in B.C., when they're paying for a ride, that they're safe. This is my fundamental uh, tenant, that people have to be safe when they're getting in, when they're paying however much it is to get wherever it is they're going. They want to know that they've got a safe driver, a safe vehicle, and feel comfortable with that. I don't think people expect anything less here in B.C., well, I'm not going to argue with you on safety. I think that would be a, a pretty common expectation across the board, but I don't think it's all that difficult to achieve the mark. Uh, where I'm curious about is this regulatory framework you've unveiled that's unlike anything anywhere else in the world. Your government is going to have the ability to regulate the number of Ubers, uh, the rates, all this kind of stuff. How come you went down that path? Well, BC is unique. It's unique in Canada. It's a jurisdiction that is obviously still regulated market. Uh, we want to keep that because of safety and because of other issues it's, as we think it's very important that we keep that regulation there uh, but we've also learned from other jurisdictions we've learned from the new yorks from the londons from uh, other other places where either they've faced massive gridlock where there's been problems with safety where there's just been a complete flood on the market that's been unmanageable for for the communities and so we've learned from that and we're adopting an approach that we hope will overcome some of those difficulties some would criticize and say uh, from the opposite perspective that you're simply protecting the taxi industry what we've done, we've said very clearly, is we're modernizing the taxi industry with streamlining the regulations. Uh, we made that very clear from the beginning that this is something that is give, gave us the opportunity to both modernize the taxi industry as well as lay the groundwork for those companies that want to come in and offer app-based services. I'm curious why it's taken so long. When you, when your go, when your party ran for government in the last election, you promised us the fall of 2017 became the fall of 2018. Now it's going to be the fall of 2019 with question marks. Uh, in that time, we've managed to legalize marijuana and potentially we could change the way we vote in this province. Um, why is it taking so long to do something that every other jurisdiction in the entire continent has figured out? 
Well, as I say, every other jurisdiction is different. Uh, each jurisdiction works in its own ways. We're working on a provincial level. Uh, some areas, it's municipal level. So I, I think that it's, we're not necessarily comparing apples to apples. However, we've also, uh, there are, it's a, it is complex. I know there are lots of complex pieces of legislation. But you know, we have, in the last year, done what the previous government wasn't able to do in five preceding years, which is get legislation onto the floor of the House. The, other, the former government had five years with these services still eager to come into the market, still wanting to come into BC. Uh, nothing happened. We've managed to turn it around in a year dealing with difficult issues as well as dealing with the problem of ICBC that we know that the former minister left in a, a horrendous mess for the people of BC. Uh, let's talk about ICBC because I'm a little confused about that and I get that they have a full plate. There's a lot going on over there, but I find it hard to believe that under two successive governments in a matter of years where ride sharing has been on the table, that nobody over there has done a single thing about it. There hasn't been uh, a plan created ready for, for go time, that no one's worked on options, that there's simply nothing there that now suddenly with this legislation, they're just beginning that process. How can that be? Well, nothing has come across my desk from the previous government. Uh, we have a problem with ICBC that previous government left us. They are working diligently to write that for the, all the people of BC. And now they are able to you know, turn their attention to this very important piece of uh, 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 policy. Uh, they, I have been assured that they're going to be working as quickly as possible. We hope that it will happen before fall of 2019, but that they have a, a, a lot that they need to be dealing with. Uh, you said a minute ago it was going to happen by the fall of 2019. There you said you hope. What's the difference? Well, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that it'll be before. It's, it'd be wonderful it's before the fall of 2019. We've got many regulations that we've got to deal with uh, uh, first off. So we've got those to deal with. We've got ICBC to deal with. If everything falls into place before that, that's terrific. We're, we're saying that we're looking at fall of 2019. That's what we've been told is a potential date by ICBC, but we would hope that it comes before that, like everybody would hope it comes before that. I know how eager people are. I know people want to get their uh, app-based service there so they can just pull out their smartphone, call whatever vehicle they want and know that it's going to be there. We're working to make sure that can happen uh, as easily as possible, but as safely as possible. I'm still a little confused on the ICB. I find it really hard to believe that nobody there has done an iota of work on the ride-sharing front. I mean, to me, that's a colossal uh, failure of responsibility. Well, as I say, for the last 16 months, ICBC has been dealing with a mess that the previous government left. Uh, the previous government left $1.3 billion dollars uh, of problems for the people of BC and ICBC to deal with. That was under the former transportation minister. I don't know whether he directed ICBC to do anything about uh, rideshare before uh, he left office because nothing has come across my desk that they had prepared. I'm not the minister responsible for ICBC. The attorney general has jumped into the file and made sure that on behalf of the people of BC that the, that dumpster fire that the previous government left is put out and ICB is put back in the, in, on the right track. But um, what ICBC has been doing in the la since we have been government is trying to fix the desperate mess that the last government left. Okay, what's next steps here, Claire? You, you've tabled your legislation. I assume that now you've got to kind of uh, sell it a little bit to both the taxi industry and the ride-sharing industry among a lot of next steps. So what's the next couple of steps for you? Are you going to meet with Uber and Lyft? Are you going to meet with the taxi industry? What are you doing next? Well, we, we continue to have discussions, obviously, with the taxi industry, with uh, uh, the 
big international companies. I mean, I have sat down with them in the past. We've been talking to them. We're talking to municipalities. There are many moving parts here. My next uh, priority is to get the legislation passed in the House, hopefully before we rise for the end of the session, make sure that it's passed so we can get working on those regulations so we can actually get this enforced and uh, moving as soon as possible next year. Well, you're not going to get any votes from the B.C. Liberals, one would assume. Are the Green Party happy enough to vote for it, or do you have work to do on that front? We've obviously been working with the Green Party on this, and I'd be surprised if the BC Liberals choose not to support it. They've been calling for, for um, ride-hailing for a long while. They did nothing themselves. We have legislation on the floor of the House that they could support if they chose to. So your understanding is you have Green Party support as we speak? We, we have been working with the Green Party on this. Obviously, it's, it's very important to them. Uh, the leader of the Green Party introduced three private member bills uh, on this, uh, so he is very, very attuned to the need to get responsible legislation in front of the people of BC. Andrew Weaver yesterday called the timeline on getting to Uber a, a failure of government. I, obviously, people want this to happen. People want this to happen yesterday. Unfortunately, we, we were catching up after five years of nothing happening. We jumped straight into it and have been working very hard to get all these moving pieces in place with the the basic frame that this has to be safe for the people of BC. That has to be the, the bottom line for anyone working on this. It occurs to me that there's a lot of new regulation and a lot of bureaucracy created within the Ministry of Transportation that's going to have to kind of uh, uh, be an umbrella over this whole thing. Any idea sort of on staff additions and, and overall uh, any kind of a budget increase to the ministry that you're going to have to deal with to kind of administer all this? Well, this isn't actually the Ministry of Transportation going to be administering it. It's the third party, the Independent Passenger Transportation Board. These are the, the, the organization. It's an independent tribunal that looks after taxi regulation. It looks after um, intercity buses such as Greyhound. It looks after limousines and party buses. This is the, the an independent tribunal that will be looking after this. Uh, yes, there will have to be more resources going there because uh, there is obviously quite a lot more work and one of the things that's going to be very clear and very important is there's going to be a lot more data available. I think everybody wants to make sure that these decisions are, are made on evidence rather than on um, uh, rather than hearsay. Okay. Uh, last question. Uh, what are you planning on meeting with Uber and Lyft next? Well, as I say, we have been talking with them, and we continue to talk with them. We continue to talk with all the players in the field. All right. So no meeting scheduled that you know of as of yet. Well, we say we continue to talk to everyone, whether it's the, the uh, app-based ride-hailing firms, whether it's the taxi industry, whether it's municipalities, many players involved in this, and we, we continue to talk with them as we move forward. All right. Uh, Minister, thanks for your time. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. There's Claire Trevena, Minister of Transportation. Boy, you had her on the hot seat pretty good there. <laughs> <laughs> I just like that last one, like just... No, I don't have a meeting scheduled. Yes, I have one scheduled for Thursday. <laughs> no, I didn't get any of that. <laughs>